You're listening to the ProcureTech Podcast, your weekly show for all that's cooking in the digital procurement space. Yes, we've got the hottest startups, thought leadership and conversation from visionary industry experts and definitely no stiff corporate content. I'm your host, James Meads, procurement pro, digital nomad and ProcureTech fanboy. And now here's this week's show. Yes, hello, hello, and greetings. Welcome to another episode of the show. We are everything that is innovative, fun, and exciting in the procurement space. And we're your weekly little bit of inspiration away from the daily grind that inevitably you have to do as part of a procurement role. And this week, we're going to be looking at something a little bit different because we're going to be telling a story of a startup founder in the procurement tech space in who created a best-of-breed uh, supplier e-sourcing tool and really just needed a way to be able to network and market uh, what they developed. And it's really, really innovative, actually. We're going to talk about it. We're going to dig into it after I introduce the guest on this week's show. But what they've created is essentially a mini network of best of breed procure tech startups that are not really competing with one another, but can learn a lot from really being part of the same network and part of the same ecosystem. So now, without any further ado, here is this week's guest. Welcome to this week's show, Andreas Zimmermann from My Supply and Supply Techs. Yeah, hi. Nice to talk to you. Great. So, Andreas, I wanted to get you on the show because you found a very creative solution to a tricky problem. And as an entrepreneur myself, I love anyone who is finding a creative and innovative solution to difficult problems. So, you're the startup. You're a startup founder. You have your own procure tech startup called My Supply, uh, which recently went live and is still sort of in the early stages. Tell us a little bit about your background as a bit of a serial entrepreneur, because I think it's important to understand that basis of, and then we'll dig into what supply tech does to solve the specific problem around, I guess, marketing and lead generation and collaboration. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, so yes, I found my first company about 13 years ago, uh, just coming uh, from the good old consulting area. And so where I started um, consulting during my studies and uh, continued working in consulting area. And um, yeah, so of course, as natural, uh, was working for a couple of uh, different consulting companies before and then founded my own one. And it was, of course, really great time and it growth. Uh, into um, yeah, a couple of um, con little consulting companies. But uh, honestly, I had much more fun developing digital projects. And so I did, uh, starting with my first digital venture, which is not anymore the old economy then, in 2016 with uh, Expertist, uh, which was about um, how to source consultancy services. And uh, so I learned a lot about the market and procurement in total just coming into this with a with a different approach and so um yeah we, we became aware that there is a market where we're, where i really never have expected there is any because there are so many procurement software out there since ages and so we yeah we started with my supply 
and um, yeah, started over in 2018, right? Uh, with the first approach, developing an MVP. And uh, yeah, it took a while and took too long as always. Uh, but then in 2020, so just in July, uh, we recently launched our product uh, with MySupply 1.0. And yeah, we are very happy to get into the market right now after such a long time. And so it's a really challenging time. It's very interesting to learn a lot about how really things are running when you when you start uh, approaching into a market. And so, of course, yeah, it's a, it's a great learning time in any case. And I guess we could almost take this conversation down another route and talk about my supply, but, <laughs> but we're not going to do that today. We'll maybe get you back on to, to talk a little bit more about that as a solution. But just give me like in a nutshell, a 30 second elevator pitch of what it does, because that kind of then sort of segues in nicely to, yeah. to how supply techs can help you get to where you want to be. Yes. Um, so basically the problem in sourcing is always that you can, can on the one hand just invest a lot of effort in getting a really great deal or you invest really no effort then but then you normally get a really bad deal and this is what my supply tries to solve by automating the sourcing process in a way which is also driven by uh, ai that you're able able to not only have a tender, but also have a strategy engine which suggests how to negotiate and in the end also does the negotiation itself. So this highly drives automation and sourcing and uh, it's a great benefit for saving money uh, on, on the spend side and also saving effort uh, at the same time. So this is what my supply is all about. And with any new startup going to market, as you alluded to, you, you only launched fairly recently. So walk me through the biggest challenges. Of course, the, the biggest problem as a startup, and this is completely different to um, to um, yeah, more or less old economy business. So there's a huge gap of your spend that you have for the team, for for all the technical stuff and all that. And on the other hand, on the other hand, the turnover. Of course, this is something you need to bridge and bridge anomaly. You just have a certain runway uh, as a startup in general. And uh, yeah, this is of course in any case for every founder uh, of a of a SaaS or of a of a technical solution. This is always really a challenge uh, that needs to be faced. But yeah, and so you have to do so many things at the same time. Um, you have to have a great product on the one hand. You should not lose, of course, the customer, uh, which is most important um, because uh, you're really. Uh, need to develop something which is really fitting to the target group uh, that you are approaching. Um, but on the other hand, it, it can be very misleading if you also just listen to, to some customers and you're going in direction which is not there for the wide market. So there's so many challenges you need to face at the same time. And uh, yeah, so for, for us, it was really problematic building up um, the dev team in such a, in such a mode uh, which will really uh, help us speeding up the process. And we really struggled a lot in the beginning to getting this up and running, especially if you're coming more or less, you know, of course, about all the procedures, know all these works. But um, if you're coming from a kind of old economy, it's completely different way of doing business, running such a, a technical startup. And you're... You, are you self-funded or do you have VC money? Currently, we are self-funded, but um, 
yeah, we will have a funding round uh, by the end of this year. And therein, I guess, lies the problem, because if you've been lucky and managed to land one or two million as a as, as a pre-seed or as an early stage investment, then you do then, I suppose, have well, not suppose, you definitely have more marketing resources available to you in terms of money that you can spend in, in advance. But I mean, this is a B2B product, as is all, all procurement software. So you're not going to go down the traditional startup route of, of running Facebook ads or things like that that are more typically B2C because understandably that's where not where your average customer is typically yes. going to be hanging out. And and likewise, in you know, LinkedIn, yes, there is an ads platform on LinkedIn, but it's still pretty much in its, in its infant, infancy and it's relatively expensive compared to things like Facebook and Instagram as, a, as an advertising channel. So that leads us then on to supply techs. So where did the idea come from for this and what did you have in mind when you started it? Yeah. So um, when we started always with expertise and in my supply, we are starting, started in, in Germany to do a little roadshow. Um, we suggested it to the BME, um, which is the yeah, big, uh, big federation in Germany for, uh, for procurement. Which is which is great, and then we did a, a kind of a road trip, yeah, with pitches on yeah on the different products of this of the startup. So we found the startups and we did all this, and then we figured out, okay, there's a lot of synergies um, that we need to uh, that we need to get, and so uh, so then basically the idea came up to build such a network where we really connect and also um, have a certain common voice also to different event providers. And uh, of course, the biggest issue for startups is getting sales up and running. So this is, of course, critical because if you have not so much sales, um, it's you will fail. And uh, so, of course, there is not so much budget available, of course, especially for, for, for colleagues doing sales. This is all difficult. And so, of course, the idea came up, okay, if we help each other a lot, so... So there's one startup uh, working in procure to pay. Uh, we are working and source the contract. Um, of course, uh, we are talking to the same people basically, and um, so of course you can help each other. But it can also help uh, very much if you come together, do these uh, joint pitches, and uh, yeah, and meet uh, up with other people, and so um, gather the, the the target group that you have. And if you bring everybody together. It's, of course, a lot of synergies which would happen. And this is, of course, uh, the basically the idea of how my supply and, of course, especially uh, supply techs uh, come up uh, with this approach. So just a quick interlude, because there are a couple of things that I really want to make you aware of, because I think they will be valuable for you. So number one, we now have a monthly newsletter where we bring you curated content of everything that's happening in the digital procurement space. If you want to get that, just head to procuretechpodcast.com forward slash newsletter, enter your name and email, and we'll get that delivered straight to your inbox. Number two, if you're a head of procurement or a center of excellence leader, and you're perhaps a little bit confused or overwhelmed with what's out there as best of breed digital procurement technology, especially if you're a mid-sized business, schedule a call with me. There's a link at the bottom of the show notes in this episode. Just hit that schedule a call link, and we can have a quick chat to understand your challenge 
challenges and what potential solutions out there may be suitable for your organization. And now let's get right back to this week's show. So just to play devil's advocate, why wouldn't you sponsor an event? Is it is it just too expensive from a price perspective or or are the event organizers not able to give you enough analytics and data on their attendees to 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 give you what you need for a successful marketing campaign post the event yeah um so events are in general pretty expensive there is a couple of different companies out there in the market so i'm not really complaining they just have to do their jobs and so they're working with of course a couple of uh, different solution providers funding more or less their events and uh, it's always complicated for them also to really get this done. But And startups are normally also treated like other suppliers, um, solution pl- uh, suppliers. And this is pretty difficult because we just don't have the budget. Yeah. And uh, so this is, this is quite easy. Of course, it's a, bit, a big benefit to join these events, participate and uh, go for this. Uh, and of course, we, we always meet a lot of people, but this is really hard. Uh, to to be uh, to be paid to be funded as a startup. Yeah, no, I, I get it, and you're preaching to the choir because even as an attendee, as someone as a business owner, they often differentiate between if you're an employee for a corporate company and if you're and if you're a business. And you know, even though I'm not selling software, I mean, I suppose I am selling consulting. They would treat me the same as a large corporation, and they would want to charge me, you know, two or three thousand pounds or euro for a ticket. So yeah, I I, I completely understand that okay. it's their business model, but it it is quite prohibitive as a small company to be able to penetrate that. Yeah. So you've created then this network. How do you then create awareness? Do you just then build up the network through the different? contacts that you've got to startup founders or maybe you know contact them on linkedin or at events and tell them what you're doing and you know how do you then generate a buzz and and get the critical mass to make enough people interested to to want to contribute yes so of course finally we're not where we need to go but we're on a a good way and uh, we did this basically uh starting mainly in uh yeah last year uh when the pandemic uh really got worse and uh, events have been cancelled. Of course, the events we have all been relying on, which have been very important, uh, have been cancelled. And so we decided uh, just, okay, we need to do something here. We create just our own event. And so we started and it was really a great success. Uh, we had uh, so just we had just a planning phase of until the event for, for about two weeks. We got a lot of great speakers also. Uh, supporting uh, these these event, it was really great. And um, so, uh, so the, how this is how it started having these first. So it was called Supply Tech Digital Conference, and then we did another one uh, during uh, last year, and then we just did another one just uh, two days ago, and it was really very interesting. Uh, so we are <laughs> we have September right now, and it was it was really cool uh, to to have these um, to have these new events because. Everybody, all the time, uh, many people come together and uh, had a great time. And uh, so just seeing uh, a lot of content just for free and for the startup was really a great value without having a big effort. And uh, yes, so it was a good experience. And this is finally how we became to be a kind of little event organizer as well. 
And I think that's a really important differentiation between a regular conference, be it in person or virtual, and and pitch events. And I think Matthias over at DPW has integrated a pitch segment into his event really, really, really well. But I, I do genuinely think there is more of an appetite for this as well, especially, you know, I, I interview a lot of startup founders on the podcast, but what that doesn't do is give you a look and, and feel of what the software looks like. And okay, maybe a pitch event doesn't either, but then incorporating that into some kind of demo event over and above that. I mean, you, you alluded to it. The biggest problem is the biggest challenge to a young lean company is is having the resources to go out and sell it. So if you can do that at scale through whichever means that you can, and when you're selling SaaS, the biggest thing someone wants to know other than what does it cost mm. is well, what does it look like? What's the, what's the interface and, and what, what problem specifically does it solve and being able to have Q and a beyond just looking on a website or, um, or reading literature. So yeah, I, I can, I can certainly see the gap there. Will you, so other than marketing purposes, surely this must also, I mean, there is so much knowledge in, in that ecosystem. I mean, if you've got, if you've got 40 different companies that, okay, some of them may be competing with each other in some areas, but as long as they're not direct competitors going after the exact same customers, I, I suspect that at least in theory, they should be pretty open with each other in terms of talking and collaboration and, and development to solve, to solve joint problems. You know, they're not, they're not constrained by big legal departments that prevent them from speaking to anyone outside of their organization in the same way that, that big corporations are. Right. Um, yes. Yeah, so of course um, we basically started as a network, just uh, thought about, Hey, we do something just one of a kind, something, uh, but in the end, uh, when we uh, we figured out that doesn't make so much sense. Uh, so if we want to speak for the startups in procurement, and if we want to be really a great network, uh, then we need to change that and be completely open. So we have competitors in our network. Yeah, you know, that's that's how it is. Uh, but I think it's 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 still um, it's still a good situation where uh, you can learn from each other, and the market is big enough. And uh, so uh, even though we are competitors, so the, the, we are not really competing with each other, most of all. Um, so we are also uh, more or less talking to uh, very different customers. And um, so the, the, the big competitors, of course, are the, is the software, which is still out there in the market. It needs to be replaced. And uh, of course, uh, there is so much uh, we can do with this network that um, that the competition is is not uh, it's not the main purpose we just had the situation that uh, one of our mentors we have a we have a great network of mentors supporting us um, coming from universities uh, coming from working as cpos in different companies and so one of our mentors came to me and said all right um so uh, we 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 need a couple of new software um, so uh, let's look for the supply tech startups if, if something is around. And so we did. And so we asked the startups who is interested in, uh, in providing a solution for these kind of things. And then, yeah, we, we made the contact and everybody was pitching with his solution. And it's all fine uh, because, um, yeah, this is just a competition that is, that is out there. And um, so this is all good. And if you've got that mentor network and you've got all of the different startups in there, 
if you had some perhaps consulting expertise on top of that and and perhaps some centralized marketing or, or advertising support to help the startups you've got you've got pretty much a 360 degree network there haven't you in that you can offer consulting services to any to any potential clients of the startup if they don't have their own internal resources and that's something that's preventing them from buying it and then the the startups that you have within the network can access the mentorship if they need procurement expertise because what surprises me is a lot of these startup founders don't come from procurement and Yes, they understand the problem that they want to solve, but they don't necessarily in, uh, understand the in the industry and big corporate politics at large. Uh, so I think that once you've got that network in place, there are so many different ways you can take it down, aren't there? Yeah, that's for sure. So there's there's really many different ways, and of course, the, the everybody is just also in, in kind of in touch with each other and, and exchanging ideas on certain things. And uh, yeah, there's there's really a huge uh, potential um, that we have. So when we are still in the, in the early stages um, of these of these networks, so um, having the events was just one thing. So, but what we don't want to do as a network is um, just focusing on too much internal stuff. So we really keep it very very simple and also very slim in a way, um, so that we really focus on that is what is most important for the startup. And this is getting customers. And this is our really main focus. And um, so this is why we also see how we can be, how we can work together. Because with, of course, a lot of customers fear that if they are looking for best of breed, that this is a hell of an effort, that it's really very difficult. So just to get one solution here, one solution there, and uh, many fear to go into this path and uh, this is why we also try to to build something really much better and new and we are of course also here in a, in a kind of early stage but what we are also looking for is having a um yeah being there um, as a kind of a network where you can choose what to integrate and the biggest concern that all companies have is all right if i'm working with five two ten whatever startups um, I need to have an interface for each and all of them. And this is a hell of an effort. And if I go to my IT department, they will immediately say, uh, hey, guy, forget about this. So we have a, such a long roadmap. You, we, we're, this is not working. And this is why we are focusing on a way which is more or less called um, iPaaS solutions. So I didn't talk to anyone in procurement who has ever heard about that. But iPaaS is, um, is a kind of solution which helps to integrate different new solutions based on uh, APIs and other kind of interfaces. So that's just one connection to my company. And there's I can um, attach plenty other interfaces there. And this is also a road we are going. Uh, so it's, of course, with my supply as well, uh, trying to get more synergies using uh, iPaaS so we don't have to do an integration uh, individually for each and every company, but also going the going the way and uh, using um, yeah preferred iPaaS solutions, and so we will do at the network so that you in the end can have a kind of a plug and play solution where you want to say okay it, for me it makes sense to integrate ScoutBee, my supply, ScaleU, whomever, have it all in once uh, and very easy attached 
to my company and I can really have a kind of a plug and play suite in the end. And this is what we're looking for. And for me, this has really a high potential, which is much wider than we what we currently do uh, in the market. And there's a lot of potential um, which we are which we are trying to, to 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 bring to the customers because this is really helping a lot, getting more uh, yeah more stability in all to all these integrations and really um, getting the fear out of the procurement that it's not always a nightmare doing an integration. And I, I didn't genuinely know that that functionality existed before we before we had the conversation prior to recording this, but IT resource is a big stumbling block, especially if if you decide that you don't want to go down a sweet route and you want to go best of breed, then if you potentially need IT resources to implement three, four, perhaps even five different um, different platforms, then then yeah, of course it's going to be a problem. So if if there's something out there that can do that, and you know, I'm a great example of it. I'm a procurement pro of 18 years, and I never knew something like that existed. So being able to educate the market and and use that as a as a sales argument to remove one of the objections, I think is is a is a game changer in terms of getting different best of breed platforms to potentially go together to a customer with a, with a joint sales proposal. And yes, of course, what they charge and their contract terms are going to be different for each one. But to go as perhaps a group of three companies and and offer a joint project implementation plan, I think is a is a, is a really strong sales argument or really strong card uh, set of cards to play in 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 the in the sales process yeah yeah completely true so if i would be um and someone from procurement who is really to digitize my current it landscape and coming in with new tools maybe you have an integration of ariba or something but i just want to add really exciting stuff which will really help me um bring uh, much more efficiency into my into my current landscape then i first of all would talk to the IT department and figure out, do we already have an iPaaS system? Because just most of the, the companies, um, and I was really surprised. Um, so when we were talking about um, with uh, iPaaS software providers, we figured out how, mu how much um, companies already have an iPaaS solution. And this is the easiest way. And if I'm then looking forward to talk to a couple of uh, startups or other companies, Whose, uh, whose solution I would like to integrate, then I would really ask, how can you integrate here? Then it's completely clear. So then I'm not blocking any IT resources. I'm fully in the IT process that my company IT wants to go. And uh, I think this is really a game changer in speeding up these implementation processes. Absolutely. So bearing in mind that that's in the pipeline, the obvious then next expansion, I guess, would be to to grow the network either in terms of the number of startups, but also perhaps geographically, because I think it's pretty fair to say that there's a pretty strong German or German area influence within the companies that are in supply techs. And that's obviously Germany is very much a hotbed for digital procurement innovation. But are you having plans then now to to broaden to to broaden the geography and maybe look at bringing in procurement tech companies from from North America or from from further afield? Yes. So 
as far as I know, there is nothing out there in the US which is similar to what we're doing as a procurement startup network. And of course, it started all in Germany because just this year, of course, we met the people and we were growing into Europe. We have Norwegian, uh, Swedish and uh, Swiss and uh, many other countries also where startups are uh, members of supply techs. Um, but yeah, exactly as you just said. Um, so we will also start growing into other countries, especially um, also to the US. Um, of course, this is a completely different game there, um, especially in terms of funding and so on. And it's very interesting. So we had nice clubhouse talk in the past. So thanks for joining this once. And so it was a really a pleasure uh, also talking to a lot of startups from the US and learning a lot um, about what they are doing there. And uh, yeah, so of course it makes completely sense to, to be, uh, of course, a worldwide network of, of startups. And uh, yeah, so this is, this is really great and brings a lot of benefit for, for each and everyone in the network. And I'm really excited as well to see how this develops because I think there is, and it also sort of ties in with, with what I'm doing with the website off the back of the ProcureTech podcast as well. But to be able to, um, to, to really be able to con con construct and convene and network together and, and get them to talk to each other because I think it, that's the only way that best of breed is ultimately going to beat the big guys in terms of the marketing budgets and number of salespeople that they have behind them. But uh, I, just like yourself, I'm very, very passionate about making sure that there is awareness out there in the marketplace of, of some of the more early stage startups that don't have the marketing budget and the, and the sales resources that, that the big guys do. And I think that's the only way to, to create that buzz because the, the innovation happens in the smaller businesses, not, not in the ones now that are so big that they're, that they're almost as, uh, as slow and inefficient as some of the businesses that they're selling into. So uh, yeah, excited to see how this uh, how this goes. Andreas, if anyone would like to, um, maybe if they're a startup uh, elsewhere in the world and want to make uh, make contact with you to understand how this works and what the model is, first of all, what's the best place that they can get hold of you? And then secondly, if anyone more on the on on the buy side that is working in procurement and is looking at digitalizing their function uh, and wants to learn more, what's the best place that, that they can find more about what you're doing? Thanks for asking. So um, first of all, on our website, supplytex.com, um, startups can find all information. They can also uh, directly apply for free membership at Supplytex and can just join. So they just have to fill out a form. And so um, then that's normally it. So this is quite quite simple and every information is on the website. Afterwards, the startup is really seen with all the information on the website. So we are not trying to go with a consulting approach, by the way, to just help everybody find the startup. It's all the website. You can, you can just key in the problem or just click on the problem and then you see which startups are helping there. Other than that, so if uh, someone finds automation in sourcing interesting, uh, of course, uh, you can go to the website mysupply.de or slash en in the end for the English uh, version of the website. And of course, uh, I can be found uh, on LinkedIn as well. And uh, Andreas Zimmerman, and you can type in mysupply and then you see me there. And of course, I would be very pleased to get in touch with someone um, interested in automating the sourcing as well. 
and I will link to all of that in the show notes. Uh, Andreas, it was great to talk to you again and to learn more about what your plans are with SupplyTex. I think it's a great initiative and I'm sure we will uh, keep closely in contact as that grows. Uh, so yeah, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much, James, for having me. And yeah, all the best for your show. It's really great that you do that. Thank you so much. Always great to hear about innovation in this space and finding novel solutions to fix otherwise difficult problems to solve. So thanks again to Andreas for telling his story and telling us more about what SupplyTex is doing to help grow the digital procurement space, which is what we are all about too. Thank you very much for listening to the show. We know that there are a multitude of procurement podcasts out there right now. So I'm especially grateful that you chose to listen to us today. And if you didn't already, go ahead and like the page on LinkedIn and subscribe in your favorite podcast player. And that will give you notifications every time we release a new episode, which is, of course, every Wednesday. See you again same time next week. Until then, take care, look after yourself wherever you are in the world and bye for now.